Kiddushin Daf Lamed Vav. The last thing we're discussing that according to EC, women are not a part of the prohibition of pulling out their hair over someone who passed away because it says Banim Atem Lashem Elohim Velo Banot. And the Gemara explained that they are part of the Isur of scratching themselves over someone who passed away or uh, cutting themselves over someone who passed away because it says, and therefore, is going on not making yourself bold. That's only for the men, not the women. And with that, we're going to start first line and third word on the line, Abaye Amar. Abaye was not happy with the Gemara's interpretation to what Isi said. So now, Abaye Amar, This is Isi's reason that the that Nashim are patur from pulling out their hair. He learns Gzrashava Korha from the the children of Aaron. Malahalan, the same thing by Bene Aaron, it's Nashim Turot, and, and women are not part of this Isur, Bene Aaron, Vilobinot Aaron. Afghan, same thing over here when it's talking about not pulling out your hair for a dead person. It's also Nashim Peturot, women are Patur, even though it's uh, by Israel. Now, the if you want to say that when it says that women are Patur, it's talking about everything, then yeah, I don't need Exrashava because I just stop the whole Korha Korha, and I can learn Kalva Homer from Kohanot. And I would say, Kohanim, they have so many more mitzvot than regular Israel. It says, Israel. Who don't have that much more mitzvot, a local shikin, all the more so that women are not part of the mitzvah of not pulling out hair. And the Gemara says, I love Gizrashava. If it wasn't for the Gizrashava, Hava Amina, Hifsik Anyan, I would have thought the first three psukim that talk about who oh, you're not allowed to be Tametu, that's it. That, uh, that's the only Isur for Beni Aron, Abinot Aron. And from later on, from that pasuk and on, it would have been talking about the woman Kwanot also. And that's why I needed the Gizrash Shabbat to tell me the ben, uh, that Benot Aharon are, are exempt from all the mitzvot that I mentioned here. The Gemara says, if that's the case, Hashtana mean So why don't we say that really that's where uh, that's where the the whole anyan stopped, meaning only who you're not allowed to be tameh to, but from here on out, uh, that the women are uh, part of this mitzvot. The Kohanot would be part of these mitzvot. And if you tell me, oh, that's why the Gzrash Shavah is there, well, I would have told you, I would have thought the Gzrash Shavah is for something totally else. Like what the Baraita said, Could be that if a person pulled out his hair four or five different spots, he's only Hayav once. The second time, it's coming to obligate a person that he doesn't isur every time he pulls out hair. Berosham, Matamudoma, what's that for? The fish in Amar, Lot you go to do, Velota Simukor Habin, Ainahem Lamet, says, Don't cut yourself, don't put a bold spot between your eyes and the mid. Yaholo Yahayav Elabin Ainahim, maybe I'm only a sur if I pull that hair between my eyes. Minain Lerabot Kolarosh, I don't know if it's the entire head. Tamudomar Berosham. It's coming to obligate a person who pulls out his hair, whether it's between your eyes or it's anywhere else on the head. 
And maybe that's only in regards to Kohanim, Sheriba Behena Katuv Mitzvot Eterot, because there's more Mitzvot there. Yisrael Menalan, I don't know about regular Israel, because Neymar Khan Korha, Venemar, the Alan Korha, it says Korha, and it says Israel Korha, Makan Hayav Al Kol Korha, the Korha, the same way by Kohanim, the Kohanim would be Hayav for every bald spot, but Hayav Al Rosh, given Anaim, it's Hayav on the head, like the, like anywhere, like, like between the eyes. After that, same rules by Israel, Hayav Al Kol Korha, the Korha, the Hayav Al Rosh, Kibena Anaim, I would have thought. He's higher for every bold spot and anywhere on the head, like between the eyes. And I would have learned the opposite the same way. It, it, the, by Israel, it's only if it happens with the met. I would have thought by Kohanim also, only if they, it, it's only as true if they pull their hair out over a met. So I could have used the Gzarash Shava for all this. I don't need it to tell me that women are patur. So the Gemara explains, Imken, Nichtov Kira Kerah. My korha, why the extra hair? Shvat Minata, come and teach me two things, all these things, wear on the head, and it's coming to tell me also that women are exempt from this mitzvah. So that's the way Abaye brings it down. Rabba Amar, now here's the third explanation. Rabba Amar, Hainu Tamadisi, this is Isi's reason. They are leaf, Ben Ainechem, he learns the, the word, Grashava Ben Ainechem, from Tfilin, Malalan, Nashim, Trot, the same way women are exempt from putting on Tfilin. Afkan, Nashim, Trot, same thing by pulling out the hair, and women are exempt. Why did Rabba not say like Abaye? Let's keep it simple because Kerah Korha Lo Mashmali. He doesn't have that whole drasha with the extra hair. So Abaye, what's the reason he didn't hold like uh, Raba? Because Amalach, he'll tell you Tefilin Gufayu Mehacha Gamala. Because opposite, the rule that that women are exempt from Tefilin was learned from Korha. It's not that Korha was learned out of Tefilin. Meaning, in regards to tefillin, we learned as follows: The same way when people make themselves bold over a dead person, it was that spot where the head starts to go upwards. Meaning, where you put on tefillin, afkan. So that's how we learned on tefillin. It's also makom It's you place the tefillin on the place where the where the head starts to go upwards. Meaning, on the top of the forehead, but between the eyes. But the Gemara asks, Uben Abaye, Uben Rabba, but according to both of them, Hai Banim Atem, Maidar Shebes, what do they do with Banim Atem? You know, we started off with Banim Atem, Velo Banot, what do you do with that? So the Gemara explains, they learn it for something totally else. You need the word Banim Atem La Hashem Lachem, Vizmat Shatem Lagim Minag Banim, when you act like Banim, like you like sons, Atem Kerim Banim, then you called Banim. En Atem Lagim Minag Banim, En Atem Keruim Banim, the very review that. If you're not behaving like uh, children, then you're not Hashem's children. That's the way Rabbi Yudah explains it. And Rabbi Meir Omer, Ben Kach U Ben Kach, one way or another, Atem Kerim Benim, you're always Hashem's children. Shinemar Banim Sechalim Heba. They're imbeciles, uh, children. Ve'omer Banim Loimin Bam. I don't trust the, my children. Ve'omer Zera Amere'im Banim Mashchitim. They're called destructive children, but they're children. Ve'omer Ve'ayabim Komasher Ye'amer Lahem Lo Amiyatem Ye'amer Lahem Benel Hai. In a place where they're supposed to be called not my children because they're not behaving, they're, they're called the children of God. 
Now, my Velmer, why do I need that uh, those extra psukim? You keep on adding another pasuk, another pasuk. Why do you need four proofs that uh, when you're not behaving with Hashem's children? Because maybe if we're imbeciles and we're just sinning, because you know we're acting like children, maybe then we're still called children. But if we don't believe in Hashem, we're not called Hashem's children. That's why you have the second pasuk, even when there's no emunah, they're still called children. Let's say, even when they don't have emunah, they're still called children. But maybe if they bow down to the Avodah Zarah, maybe they're not children. That's why you need the third pasuk. They're destructive. Maybe they're called destructive children. But they're not considered a good. They're not considered a high level good children Tashema that's why you have the fourth pasuk I'm in a place where it is said to them that they're not Hashem's nation meaning they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing when they do Teshuvah they'll be considered the children of Hashem so Abayin Rabbi used Banimatem for that we're always Hashem's children no matter what and they don't use it for Banimatem Banot. they have uh, different ways to get to it next Mishnah Again, we're going to be talking about the mitzvot that women are exempt from, and these have to do with korbanot. So, semichot, when someone leans on a korban, when someone brings a korban, he has to place his two hands on the top, on the head of the korban, and lean against it, and do a vidui, that tenufot, and waving the korban mincha before giving it on the mizbeah, vehahagashot, and bringing over the mincha in front of the mizbeah, vakemitzot, and when taking three fingerful of flour before placing it on the mizbeah, vehahaktarot, and the actual sacrificing, vehamelikot, and when uh, you know, when killing a bird, we don't uh, shecht it with a knife in the Beit Hamikdash area. Any korban at the bird, you you place your thumbnail in the back and you break the neck. Uh, that's called melika ve'akabalot, accepting the blood ve'azaot, spraying the blood. All these mitzvot, no again ba'anashim ve'lo ba'anashim. These are only pertaining to men, not women. And Tosfot says, although it's mitzvot aseh, all these mitzvot, there's a certain time limit, and therefore women should be exempt anyways. But the chidush is that they avoid the entire service of the korban if they did it. And all this except chutz miminchat sota unzira shehen minifot, except for the barley mincha of a sota, or a lady who became a nazira, over there they do the waving. And the Gemara starts, Semichot, leaning on the animal, It's a some uh, Bnei Israel have to lean, Bnei Israel somchin, ven Benot Israel somchot. Only the, the men, uh, they lean on the Korban and not the woman. Tenu fought, waving, Dabel Bnei Israel vehenif, Bnei Israel menifin, Bnei Israel wave, and Benot Israel menifot, not the woman. Hagashot, Bringing it over to the Mizbeach. Bringing it over. That's talking about Bnei Aaron. Not, not the woman. Three, taking three fingers of flour. 
It says Bene Aaron, they're the ones who do the comets, Velo Benot Aaron not the women of the Kohan of the Kohanim. Haktarot placing it on the Mizbahti Victiru to Bene Aaron. Bene Aaron Velo Benot Aaron again says by the Hiktiru only the men of Aaron, not the women. Hamli Kot Dihtiv Umalak Vehiktir. It's connecting Malak, the sticking the nail in the back, uh, to it's comparing it to Hiktir, giving it on the Mizbeah, it Kashmali Kalaktara, comparing one to the other. And therefore, the same way women are exempt from Haktara, they're also exempt from Elika. Hakabalot, accepting the blood. It says the men of Aharon bring over the Korban. That, we learned it means the bringing of the blood. Next, vehazaot, spraying of the blood. The women are exempt from doing it. They posel the avodah if they do it. Hazaad dehecha, which spraying are we talking about? Ide para, if we're talking about the spraying of a para aduma, the spraying of the blood of a para aduma, you have to spray seven times at the opening of oil moed. Well, el azar katuvbat says it has to be done by el azar, which was the kohen gadol. So if any other kohen can't do it, then all the more so women can't do it. Veidifnim, if we're talking about spraying the blood on Yom Kippur on the uh, on the the curtain in front of the Kodesh Kodeshim and on the golden Mizbeach or what, uh, just in case the Tzibur does a big Avera and the Kohen Gadol has to bring it and he has to spray well it says HaKohen HaMashiach Katub but it says Kohen Gadol has to do it and regular Kohen can't do it and all the more so a woman can't Ela, what are we talking about? We're talking about the spraying of the blood of the Hatat of a bird that really any Kohen could do it, and the Hidush here is that women Kohanot are Pasul. We're going to learn that women are Pasul from spraying the blood of a bird, Kalvahomer from a sheep. The same way when it comes to sheep, didn't say that a Kohen has to be shohet the animal. It says veshohet ben abakar lifnei Hashem, and then veikrivu benei Aaron akolim et Adam and hachamim odoresh that only from accepting the blood and on the Kohanim do it. But um, but any Jewish man, any Israel could uh, be shohet the the korban. So the kalva homer is umad ben son a regular sheep that a kohen doesn't have to be the one who's shochet even a sail is good enough but still for the spraying of this blood you need a male kohen to spray the blood when it comes to the bird that it says that a kohen has to do the melika and all the more so that only a man could spray and therefore women can't do it now except except for the that a woman is allowed to wave her minha. And Amar the Rabbi Eliezer, the Rabbi Oshiyah, the Dare, Rabbi Eliezer, and this Rabbi Eliezer really should be Rabbi Al-Azhar, Ben Pedat, he was during the time of Rabbi Oshiyah, uh, because Rabbi uh, Tana was Rabbi Eliezer bin Horkan, so if you're talking about Rabbi Azar bin Pedat. Either way, Amar the Rabbi Azar, the Rabbi Oshiyad Dare, he told Rabbi Oshiyad of his generation, Please don't sit down until you explain to me the following deen. How do we know that the Menha of a Sota that needs to be waived? So he asked him back, Menalan, what do you mean from where? It says in the parasha straight out, 
that the Kohen takes the, the minha from the woman, minhat cannot, and he has to wave it. So you see that they have to wave it. No, so how do we know that the owner of the Korban has to give it? Meaning, how do we know that the woman herself does it? So he explains, it, it goes through yad yad We learn it yad yad from Shlamim because He'll bring it with his hands. And Makan Kohen, the same way by Sota, a Kohen is the one who takes it. Aflehalan, same thing by Shlamim, a Kohen is the one who takes it. And that taking, we're talking about the waving. That's Tenufa. And we're gonna now we're gonna use the the same Zrashava but to the opposite side. Malahalan, the same way by Shlamim, it's Baalim. The owner has to do it because it says Yadav Tebi'ena. So Afkan Be'alim, same way by by the woman, by the, the Sota, the woman has to do it. So now we have a Yad Yad that it has to be Kohen, we have a Yad Yad that it has to be the owner. So HaKetzad, how do we have a situation where the Kohen and the owner do the waving? So the Gemara explains, Kohen Machnis Yado Tahad Yad Be'alim if the Kohen puts his hand under the hands of the owner and they wave together. And Tosfor explains that there's no chatzitza, there's no blocking over here, because since this is the way the Torah asked us to do it, therefore it's not a chatzitza, this is the way it's supposed to be done. Or we can explain he holds it in a different place, meaning they're both holding the bulb in a different place, and that could also explain to us how could it be that the Kohen is touching her. There's Yerushalmi who says that uh, that it could be that they, they put like some sort of uh, handkerchief in between them, so he's not actually touching her, or it could be we're talking about an older Kohen where there's no Yetzehara, or just because it's such a short amount of time there's no Yetzehara, but could be we could answer it through this Tosfot over here, that since they're holding the ball in different spots, it could be they're not touching each other and that would be okay. So now, Ashkehan Sota, okay, so we we got the, the Sota that uh, she does the Terufa. However, Nezira Minalana, if a woman is a Nezira, how do we know that she does the, the waving? So the Gemara explains that Ya Kaf Kaf Mi Sota is a Gra Shava, Kaf Kaf from Sota. This, it says by Sota Venatana Al Kapeha, and it says by Nazir Venatana Al Kapeha Nazir. So Kapeha Kape, the same way by Kapeha Sota, a woman is okay. Same thing by Nazir, a woman is okay. So it's like sort of one big long domino uh, gzira shava. So you have Nazir is learned from Sota, Sota is learned from Shlamim, and the same way from Shlamim it's a Kohen, and we're going to learn uh, the, the owner from Sota. And then we're just going to move another step to Nazir. Next Mishnah. Kol mitzvah shehi teluya ba'aretz, any mitzvah that is connected to the land, is only in the in Eretz Israel and not outside of Israel. And if it has nothing to do with actual land, then it, this mitzvah applies whether you're in Eretz Israel or not. Except for Orla, with the first three years of a tree, you're not allowed to eat from the fruits. That's from the Torah. And Halakha Moshe Sinai, even outside of Israel, we'll see the Gemara soon. And also planting two different seeds together, crossbreeding them. For example, wheat and grape, that's not allowed. And Midrabanan, it's also no heg outside of Israel. Rebili Ezer Omer Af Hadash. Also, eating a new crop, new grain, 
before they gave Korbana Omer, even though it's a mitzvah that's really, uh, really having to do with Eretz Israel, it is also noheg outside of Eretz Israel. Now, there's a Tosfot over here who asks, what about Afrashat Hala? He quotes a Yushalmi that asks this question. And the reason he gave is because if the, a Goy is dealing with uh, with uh, dough, he doesn't have to give Afrashat Hala in Eretz Israel. And Tosfot doesn't like it because then they have the same story with Trumot and Maasrot. So the real reason is we didn't bring it because it has nothing to do with the land. It more has to do uh, with the person himself. When a person himself makes dough, they have to give Afrashat Hala. It has nothing to do with the land. And we will stop right here. Baruch Hashem Le'olam. Amen ve'amen.